Hi, everybody, and thank you for joining us again. We have been uh, a little uh, absent the last couple sessions. Uh, life, as they say, got in the way. But we're here tonight. So this is session three of Stone Top. It is a brand new system built atop Dungeon World by the great designer Jeremy Strandberg. Uh, and we are playing it here on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. To catch up on past episodes, visit happyjacks.org slash stonetop and to find all of the shows on the happy jacks network visit happyjacks.org slash shows it's so easy when i can just read it off a sheet of paper um my name is emily vanderwerf i am your gm for the evening uh i am you know i'm i'm i've been enjoying hearing what my my players have come up with here uh so players please introduce yourselves and let's start with mo Hello, I'm Mo. I'm playing Carlo, the Marshal, and uh, I have uh, many followers right now. Um, I think we're just hanging out with my dog, Durr. Uh, also, uh, we have uh, Blythe, if you'll say hello. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be back. Uh, I promote this game every week, just in case. Uh I am playing, um, what is my name, my character's name? Oh, Lord. What did I name my character? <laughs> look, I, I can look this up. Tiop? I know, I have it. Tiern. thank you. Oh, my God. Oh, there it is. I got it mixed up with the crush, which was Alis. Alis and Tiern. I play Tiern. I'm sorry, I've been moving for two weeks, so forgive me if I'm a little bit out of it tonight. She is a nerdy... Um, goth uh, school teacher who's really into the occult. This, you know, not at all based on reality in any shape, form, or way. Uh, Alice and Tiern is has big uh, Ross and Rachel energy, I have to say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mac, say hello. Hi, I'm Mac. I am playing Ilsa, the would-be hero playbook. Um, she is a Bartender also has blacksmithing background and one eye, so that's fun. And uh, doesn't get to do the adventuring very often, yes. if ever. <laughs> <laughs> and Nick. Hey everyone, I am Nick. I am playing Bron, uh, called Go Between. He is using the Fox playbook, and he has uh, relatively recently returned to Stone Top after traveling and trading the world over. Okay. Great, great, great. Uh, so, I uh, wonder if anyone at the table, uh, for a free roll with advantage, which is my prize I give away, would like to do a recap. It's been a bit, so I'm happy to do it, but if anybody here wants to give a shot, go for it. Mo, go for it. When last we left our heroes... <laughs> Perfect. They were in the um, uh, possibly magical um, cottage in the woods where they had met the two young girls they'd gone off into the woods to find, whose names are Anouk and Dolores. That there, got names. Um, and they were uh, in a state of confusion after us finding them. And we were a bit surprised uh, because I think to find them, we walked into a tree. 
There was something to do with the fairy tree. There was a um, tree that seemed to be moving. Yes. Um, yes. It, was, it was watching us. It was watching us. Um, we had just escaped the giant spider. And it... Uh, uh, we, we gave better than we, we got, but um, not by much. <laughs> yeah. um, and there was a bit of tension in the group. Because um, Carlo and Braun had um, kind of given Ilsa a sense that um, she wasn't as valued as the rest of the party. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) (laughs) I hold the rope. Uh, I don't recall being the one who told Ilsa that she had to hold the rope for everybody else. Well, I feel I like recall, this... You're, the, you're I, the one who failed the role to convince her to come along. I, I could be, I could be uh, mistaken, but I, I think that happened. Did that yeah, happen? but, but I was not the instigating cause of, oh, the, oh, of, of, wait, of wait. the depression. I... Uh, I, Carlo, absolutely started this. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. No, I'm, I'm playing along here. This is, this is banter. <laughs> we're not going to so, go all, we're not going to go all Rashomon and like, <laughs> and now I'll tell what really happened. <laughs> I would, I would love to do a Rashomon session. Let's pencil that in for later. That'll be great. And um, Blythe had kind of come. At, sorry, uh, Tyrion had kind of come out of her shell. Um, using some of her powers to actually help us find the girls. Was that correct? What did I, I set a cave on fire? You did set a cave on fire. That's my <laughs> primary memory of, of your, your last My time. primary memory is that I set a cave on fire, I collected samples off the spiders, and then you had to try and come save me, but you were already wounded, so then I had to try and help, then I actually had to help you, despite the fact that I am worse at the thing you were good at? Um, that, that happened, too. (laughs) (laughs) I did, I do remember using my relic to figure some things out. I feel like I did use polyglot, but I don't remember. To read, I, to read some of the fae, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you actually found the cottage, and we followed you. And I'm very nervous, because I don't want this, whoever owns this cottage to find me. And you're not the only one. <laughs> what are you talking uh, about? It was a, a, an empty cottage that had uh, just had some interesting things inside of it. Uh, the important thing to note is that the two girls were in the cottage, um, and Dolores appeared to have been grievously injured. Um, I, did you were you planning to, or did you feed her the the medicine type stuff that you brought along, uh, Tyrion? I did give I did give her medicine. That's what I thought. Yeah, that, that's what I had written down. But yeah. you know what? I just like I just assumed that even if you hadn't between sessions, we could just say it happened because very natural thing to do. Um, but yeah, that that's all from my memory as well. Um, you uh, y'all have really uh, uh, raised a ruckus out here in the woods. Um, yeah, so you're in this cottage, and the snow is starting to fall really heavily. Um, it's very like it's not completely out of the blue. It's like basically late March, however you want to think about 
um, how time works in Stone Top World. So, you know, it snows every so often. It rarely snows this heavily. Um, and uh, Anuk is, um, you know, sort of uh, pacing back and forth. Dolores is groaning. She's sitting at this, this small table. She had been in terrible shape. It seems like she might be improving. There is, of course, I believe we said there's some soup or something in a pot. Presumably soup. Smells like soup. It's bubbling over the fire. Um, and uh, the snow is coming down harder and harder and harder outside. Uh, also, uh, night is about to fall. So, tell me what you want to do. Um, I think I was guarding the door, trying to assess if we could get back to the river crossing before dark. Um, do you have something you want to roll on that? Because we can check. Um, I think I've exhausted all my good stuff. Um, you can also just do something like, you know, uh, pretty basic, like, um, you know, um, what's the basic move called? Um, uh, Rita situation or whatever it's called. I have totally forgotten how. Observe reality? Uh, yeah, yeah, discern realities. There we go. Not my forte. Can I um, assist? Sure. Sure. Um, as, lo- you, as long as you can explain a reason you're assisting, I'm cool with it. Um, I'm assisting because I've had to give directions so often to other travelers that I'm pretty familiar mm. with things topographically, at least, you know, theoretically from maps. <laughs> So um, you see me um, kind of casting about looking out the window. And uh, if you were to ask me, am I expecting something? I'll tell you, I'm trying to figure out if we can uh, make it back to the river crossing. Or I know um, my, 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 my troops will be uh, waiting to help us get back to Stone Top. You probably have an hour of daylight left. We probably have an hour of daylight left. But um, between the funny tree and this sudden snow out of nowhere, um, I'm not sure if travel is normal. Do we think we can make it back, or should we maybe hold up here for a bit? We should be able to make it back, but I don't want to... And and Bron is uh, sniffing definitely at the uh, at the soup or the stew over the the pot, kind of not 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 quite steam in nostrils, but like. <laughs> uh, how's um, Dolores looking? She's looking better. Um, when you came in, she looked like she was she was very pale. She was very um, you know kind of passed out. The color is returning to her cheeks, but she is not yet like awake. She's yeah. Whatever was in her is being flushed out. Uh, Sorry, and just to be understand, did they say they had been here like a weird amount of time? Um, I don't remember if they said that, but it's true. <laughs> um, yeah, they claim to have been here for several days, and we know they left yesterday. They yeah, they left this morning. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. So. I think we ought to get out of this house as soon as possible. Wait, was was it Dolores and Anuk who were there? I thought it was okay. just 
Okay, I thought it was just a nook for some reason. Uh, a nook is not injured that you can tell. Dolores seemed to have been something um, poisoned her. Got it. I had swapped that in my mind. Um, Tyrion is kind of like, I don't want to stay in this cottage any longer than we have to, but I also don't know if Dolores can make the journey yet. Surely whoever lives here wouldn't mind sheltering us from this sudden storm, uh, uh, this cold. It would be terribly inhospitable to, to force someone out. And, at worst, there are four of us to be able to uh, present any sort of resistance, should they try. I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't think it, it's a very bad idea. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't imagine that anyone would kick us out into a storm, and if Dolores can't travel, it's, I surely wouldn't hurt for us to, to spend the night here. Uh, by the way, uh, just for my own cognizance, I rolled and failed a wisdom uh, <laughs> check, <laughs> so I'm going to ride hard for this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I will try to correct you soon, um, but not out loud, not in front of everybody. Uh, Ilsa, do you think we could get back to the to the river crossing in an hour? Uh. I thought we were rolling for that earlier, and I was assisting I, you on that. But I, I'm, I'm trying to narratively invoke this role. Uh, okay. That's why I was confused. Acting. I'm not sure. That's why. Hence the role. So. So uh, you come to aid. Mm-hmm. They can accomplish. But you're exposed. So I'm going to roll discern re- realities. And you should have three. You should have three dice. So, okay. Because she's you take you take your top two because she's helping. Yes, got it. Yeah. Uh, that is a seven. Perfect. Okay. Um. Great. Uh. Oh, by the way, I want to make a note to everyone who's listening. If I did mix around who's injured and who's doing okay, I truly apologize. I had it written down as Dolores was in. Just assume I got it right. Just assume everything's great. Um, yeah, so you look out the window and you are... You can sort of see a handful of recognizable landmarks, like there's a big giant tree that you can kind of see in the distance usually. There's that sort of thing. You are um, miles away from Stone to Top, further than you should be. Miles, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are, as far as you can tell, you are you are you know somewhere in the heart of the woods. You're not at the very center or anything. Like you could get back to Stone Top, but it would be probably a couple days march. But that's all you can tell. You just you don't know where you are. You just know you're not where you should be. Wow. I think our only option is to hold tight here. At least until there's some daylight. Navigating the woods at night is and in the snow. It's reckless. Agreed. Tomorrow when the when the sun rises and we can get a better view of our surroundings, get our bearings, it should be should be easy. And by then, with any luck, Dolores will be uh, able to travel as well. He groans a little bit. 
Uh, it's the first noise you've heard her make. See? She agrees. <laughs> um, is there enough room for me to take Val uh, Bron uh, aside and kind of whisper something to him? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, you also could just step like right outside, like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you can whisper something. Yeah. Hey, Bron, can you help me with something real quick? Of course. And uh, we step outside of uh, the the cabin. Um, this could totally be a coincidence. Maybe there is a tribe or a townspeople who build a type of hut like this. But um, I was paid good coin to go and kill a woman who lived in a place like this. And I don't know if you noticed, but that soup is hot. It's snowing in late March. Mm-hmm. They knew this woman to be a witch. Well, I mean, I a, a witch? A witch. Someone who did things and that were beyond what naturally should and could be done. Um, well, then you should have nothing to worry about. If the soup is hot, it couldn't possibly have been the witch you killed who's living here. I just want to, you to be on your guard. Um, and uh, if you can avoid telling Tyrion this, that will be great. Uh, uh, my Carlo lips are sealed. Okay. Uh, Carlo, is Durr with you? Durr is uh, in the house. Okay. In the cabin. Um, continue having your conversation, but before you go back inside, just let me know, because I'm going to have you roll something. Um, I- I'm happy to keep your secret, of course. Uh, we've worked together, and I trust you. Um, I think that you might be needlessly worried um, surely whoever's living here now isn't the woman that you killed and if we don't mention anything like that they wouldn't even know the woman the cottage that I saw that looked just like this was a day's ride from a town many days from Stone Top mm-hmm. we only walked a couple hours There's already something magical going on. Oh, I, I see. Truly? Years ago. I could be mistaken, but I'm very certain. Um, I point at the tree line. I think we came from that way. We saw the front door when we came out of the tree line. Well, how about this? And I will, um, I will grab. Uh, is is there what's what's outside of this uh, place? Like, is there a, a like a shovel or something leaning up against the hut wall? There can be a shovel if you want one. Okay, I will. Uh, I'm going to grab the shovel and then I will uh, use it to kind of scratch a an arrow in the direction that Carlo pointed. 
in the ground, just just in the ground, in, in the snow, uh, you know, just like clearing out an area so that it'll go ahead and, and uh, do that. And then I will put the... Um, I'll put the shovel, like, into the back of the arrow so it's sort of standing up at the tail end of the arrow as just a marker. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, um, Carlo and Ron and Tiern have all seen this cottage, correct? The three of you have seen a cottage, I should say. Um, I want each of you to tell me one... I want each of you to tell me one thing you notice to be true of this cottage that you notice is also true of the cottage that you are near right now. Um, I, I can go first. Go for it. If no one else has anything. The cottage that, that uh, Braun found was uh, appeared to be abandoned. Um, like, the door was hanging open. There was no soup or anything on there. And the only thing, the only part that looked like it might be inhabited was that there was... Uh, a chest uh, on a table, and then the boar with the key uh, around its neck on the collar uh, that, he, that he walked away with. But um, what does look the same uh, and is a little bit odd is that right uh, at the front of the door on the upper left, there's a particular way that the the branch that's holding up the thatch is, uh, is shaped, like it was broken and then repaired. And it's uh, the exact same break and repair that was in the the cottage that I that Bron had seen. Okay. Carla, what's your? Um, for Tiern, I think she noticed it's the there's like an altar area, which is where she kind of took the relic from, <laughs> uh, and it looks. It's it's the exact same one. She remembers the relic, probably calling her from that. And it's like it's got like a nice little velvet cloth on it, some candles set up, like different. O- the offerings are different this time, but she knows it's the same altar. Uh, Carla, um, the door was very sturdy. If she had locked it to keep us out, um we would have had a hard time getting in. But she trusted us. And we killed her. Yeah, okay. Um, so is you two, your conversation outdoors done? Uh, I, I think for the most part. But uh, essentially, Brom is sort of trying to dismiss Carlo's uh, worry, promises that he'll keep the, the secret, and uh, made this mock-up uh, arrow pointing in the direction so we can recalculate off of that in the morning. Um, will you both roll uh, wisdom? Just straight wisdom. I rolled a 10. Okay. That's good. I rolled a 4. Bron, <laughs> okay. um, you don't see anything. Um, Carlo... Out at the edge of the woods, there is a shadowy figure that looks like a stag. Um, but it's a, it's a big-ass stag. It's um, bigger than any you've seen. But it's far enough. It's probably 50 yards away. So you just can kind of see it between <laughs> the, the curtains of snow. Yes, exactly. Exactly like the shirt that Blythe is wearing. Yes, perfect. 
so I think here. I think that like as Carlo is looking out at that, uh, Braun had just sort of already turned and clapped him on the shoulder and said, "Well, now that that's settled, shall we go back and get warm?" I, I would grab you by the arm, the, the thick part of your arm, and turn you around. What? What is it? Do you see that? Do I? Is it still there? Uh, uh, Braun does not see it. No. The the I, I see snow. I see wind. I see the prospect of a very cold evening if we don't go back inside, my that, friend. That 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 stag. It has eight points, but it's huge. It's not even full grown. No, it's it's a it's a tree. It's a dead no, tree. That you can see its four feet on the ground. You could count its points. Now's not the time for hunting. Um, before you two go back inside, I want to hear what was up with Ilsa and Tiern and Anuk. Dolores is still way too out of it to uh, say anything. Um, Ilsa's actually looking around and seeing, uh, you know, looking outside the windows and stuff too, looking for a wheelbarrow in case there's a need to make a quick getaway with somebody who's injured. There's, uh, you know what? I think there's like a little. Um, yeah, it looks out back. It looks like there's a wheelbarrow. You can't guarantee what what shape it's in, but like there's firewood back there. It's like presumably it's in pretty good shape because there's a sure. fire going. So yeah, she's just kind of scoping out the windows then for for that. Um, Tyrion is starting like looking around the cabin, trying to determine the magic or the kind of the nature of it. Um, that's like, she's just trying to see if she can notice anything or recognize anything. Like, is it you know a witch? Is it Fay? Is it what should we be worried like sh- worried about? <laughs> okay. Do you want to um, roll something for that? You don't have to. You can just yeah. I mean, I think yeah. It's like I'm poking around. I would like to roll to see if I can find anything specific. So discern realities, maybe? Sounds good. Sure. I can find the move. <laughs> um, I will tell you that Anuk is just like, she keeps looking out the window toward the front of the house. Like, just like every so often, she'll just look and look for a while and then like, shake her head, continue pacing. But go ahead and roll. Okay. That is a seven. Plus, okay. for realities, is there a... What's the plus? Yeah, there's a... Uh, uh, let me see here. Discern realities is... I lost the move sheet, apparently. Yeah, I'll send you the move sheet here in a second, as soon as I can get uh, a folder to open. Um, I think it's plus wisdom. Plus wisdom? Oh, okay. So that's yeah. an... Okay, so an eight. Um, I believe there are questions you can ask as well. Um, I, uh, for some reason, this Dropbox folder is not opening. Um, but yeah, I believe there's questions you can ask. So just like ask me, you get one question. Oh, the the know. questions for discern realities. I have it open. Yes. Oh, perfect. Uh, the questions listed are: What happened here recently? What is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or valuable to me? 
who or what is really in control here, and what here is not what it appears to be. Mm. Oh man, I wish I'd rolled better. I want to ask more than one. <laughs> uh, what here is not what it appears to be? The whole cottage. Yeah. There's, um, there is a, like, as you are, like, looking, it's way dustier than it should be. Um, like, and as you're sort of looking at it, um, you have your, 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 uh, ring bracelet thing with you, right? The, the mm-hmm. all-seeing eye. It gets kind of cold on your hand, and it's almost like you have, like, like, double vision, like... A vision of this place, very cobweb-covered and and dead, is overlaid with the place that uh, is overlaid with the place that you currently see. And curiously, um, within that space, you can see Ilsa, and you can see Dolores. You cannot see a nook within the double vision version of this cottage. Um, that's concerning. Uh, Tyrion is going to turn to Ilsa and be like, we should probably get out of here. And go where precisely in this weather? I don't know, but this place isn't good news. And I just I feel like we're even better hacking it in a cave at this point. I don't trust this place. I just don't see that we have a lot of options right now. I fear that you might be right. I don't... And I'm worried about Anuk. Anuk, are you... How are you doing? Uh, he should... Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's good. Everything's good. That's what people who don't have everything being good would normally say. <laughs> Oh no! I just I'm worried about Dolores, and you know, and she kind of looks out the window against. I mean, it's really what is, snowing. What's out the window that you keep looking at? Oh, the snow. The snow is, uh, you know, it's it's a little weird that it's snowing this hard, right? <laughs> yeah, it's snow. Look, I've talked to a lot of people in my time, and I'm pretty good at discerning what the truth of the situation is. And I don't think you're being completely honest with us here. Uh, Mac, why don't you roll uh, plus charisma for parlay? Okay. By the way, I'm going to drop the moves and gear sheet in the chat here, just in case anybody doesn't I'm work. also looking, because I have a thing that's called Speak Truth to Power. Oh, if that is... Uh, when you demand someone does what is clearly good and right, you have advantage to parlay. And that's kind of what I'm aiming for. What's that? Um, if you demand that somebody does what's good and right, you have an advantage to parlay. That's one of my powers. Okay, cool. Um, I am so sorry. My internet uh, just kind of crapped out. So I'm just going to let you do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Work from there. <laughs> Uh, I have an eight. Okay. Um, oh, gosh. Um, and I'm going to look and look, like dead in the eyes and just go, 
telling us the truth is the best thing that you can do right now for all of our sakes. Um, do, do you want the parlay versus NPCs text here? Uh-oh. Go ahead. Uh, on a 7 to 9, they reveal something you can do to convince them, though it's likely to be costly, tricky, or distasteful. I, I oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, cool, cool. I, my internet has been so terrible. I'm going to switch networks. I shouldn't leave, but go... I should. Oh. Okay, can y'all hear me? Yes. Much better, yes. Okay. I can hear somebody. Can you hear me? Yes. We we can hear you. We can hear you much better now. Hello. 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 There can you hear us now? Yes, I can. All right. Nobody's nobody's moving, but I'm just going to assume that you're all just really good at playing statues. <laughs> so uh, we're doing parlay against an NPC, I assume. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, great. So, uh, uh, give me just a second here to think of it. She looks at you and she's like, you just run the bar. We're, we're, right. we're kind of losing you I'm again. Gonna, yeah, we're kind of... Why would I tell you what I'm... <sighs> Hello? 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 We can hear you. Hello. Perfect. Okay. We can hear you. Hello. Um, All right. Yeah. Um, so, you run the bar. Uh, yeah, what, what, what did she say? She, she says, you just run the bar. Like, I don't know why I should should to you. Um, it's not like you can. Ooh, you're cutting out bad again. You froze. Yeah. You froze. Oh my god. I'm gonna gonna restart my computer because this is really bad. Um, So, uh, oh wait, I'm the person in charge of moving. Oh, you know what? Let let me go to um, let me go to our break screen. And I'll announce okay. something because when Perfect. you leave, it's going to screw up all our windows. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so, everyone, we will return in just a moment. Please stay tuned. I'm just going to go to uh, an interval screen, and uh, we'll return in just a moment.
And we're back. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, uh, so, um, Ilsa was trying to uh, parlay with um, a nook, uh, and uh, she rolled just well enough for a nook to be sort of standoffish. Tell me how much you heard of what she said, Ilsa. Uh, I heard just something about uh, you just run the bar, and then you started mm-hmm. to say something else, and you were cutting out real bad. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, she's like, you just run the bar. You don't know how to find things. You don't know. All you know is how to find, you know, where the where the drinks are. Like, you don't know where to find anything I might be looking for. Can If you could just prove to me. You know what? Maybe I'd talk to you. If you could just prove to me that you knew anything beyond running a bar. What exactly do you need me to say to prove this to you? I know a lot more about things than running just a bar. You tell that ten-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, she's like 12. 14, something like that. Even worse. Oh, she sighs. <laughs> she sighs, and she rolls her eyes, and she's like... What do you know about, like... What have you, like, what do you know about the woods? Like, have you ever been out in the woods? Have you ever talked to anybody who's been out in the woods? I talk to everybody. Where do you think the patrons to my bar come from? Usually through the woods. Okay, sure. All right, fine. We can talk, I guess, a little bit. Like, I'm very concerned that he has to show up yet. Who's he? I don't actually know his name, but I knew that if I cast the right spell, and I knew that if I did the right thing, and I just did everything right, he would bring me to his cottage, and then I would be his, and I would go off to another plane, and I wouldn't have to be here with all of you. But Dolores really screwed things up, and now you're all here. Here and it's just going to screw things up. Enough. First of all, you don't talk to her like that. Second of all, where is this coming from? Why would you do that? Do what? Cast a spell. You know how much I want to get away from Stone Top. Yes. And that is why I've said keep coming to school so that we can get you to, into a good university and then you can go other places. No. My father said I can't go to school anymore. Not after this spring. He wants to marry me to Joseph Johansson. And Joseph Johansson's a, like a 45-year-old guy. But he's like very like... He's very rich. I will... We can, I mean, he's very rich. You can take his money and go somewhere. I don't want to be his wife. We don't want that for you either, but this contacting things you don't, you don't know what, A, you don't even know his name, which is bad, because that means, does he know your name? The one who's coming for me? Yes. Yes, of course. I told him my name. I told him my name was Anuk. Oh. oh. Never tell them your name. 
I told him I lived in Stonetop. Was that also bad? Yes! <laughs> oh. First of all, your name gives them power over you. And you don't know his name, which means you have no power to make deals in this situation. Oh, God. I thought I was just teaching you magic because you liked it. I didn't think you'd actually do this. Um. Uh, Taren, roll um, Spout Lore, which is, I believe, plus intelligence. Let me just check real quick. Yes. It is, but I'm going to use my books and scrolls and mark okay. off so I can turn it into a 10 plus. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, as you've correctly discerned, she seems to have made contact with some sort of fairy being. Um and uh, one thing that you, you you are correct about all the um, name stuff, I just kind of want to lock that in. Um, but one thing that you do know is that, like, when someone is claimed by the other world, they will often seem like almost like a ghost or like a phantom, like sort of like fading away. Um, and while she sure seems solid, um, and does not seem to be like translucent or fading away. Um, you uh, did notice perhaps that she was not here in the other version of the cottage. How do we contact this person? This this deal clearly shouldn't happen. Maybe there's Ooh. something we can do to step in. I'm going to say at this point enough time has passed that Bron and Carlo are back inside. Um, Durr, also, I want to say, is just kind of warily watching Anuk and kind of growling a little bit from the corner. I mean, Tyrion is immediately, like, grabbing, grabbing notes and things she has and is just trying to, like, okay, how do I undo this? Oh, it's good to get back in out of the cold, but... If we do need to go hunting, Carlo has seen a giant stag out there. Uh, what? Ten feet? Twelve feet tall at the shoulder? Tell us about it. We're perhaps a little busy with something that is not the wildlife. Oh? Yes. yes. <laughs> That's... Unless... And then she's like trying to see if like stags is stags? Are they important? Does that matter? <laughs> So I, I want to I want to try and take a look at what's going on in the hut, like, and see if I can kind of get a lay of the land here, the about what I've just walked into. Um, yeah. So you walk in, and um, Anuk is standing by the window, looking out at plaintively. Uh, Ilsa and Tiern are having a very heated discussion about something. Dolores is groaning at the table, and Durr is standing in the corner, hackles raised, just growling, sort of. In and that's general direction. I I try to gain, regain my composure and go check in with Durr and kind of get the download of what's happened. Um, remind me, can Durr like talk to you, or you can communicate? Yeah, with Durr we, we talk to each other, and okay. other people familiar with Durr can talk to Durr and understand what Durr is saying. Okay, um, Durr is saying. Uh, Durin is basically saying there's, like, an evil spirit here. Like, I don't think Durin like, Dur knows yeah, how yeah, to yeah, classify yeah. it. Durin's just like, there's, yeah, some, yeah. there's something bad here, and it's like, yeah. not, I can't bite it, you know? 
Yep. Um. Listen, we have several hours until uh, until true. We have a, a a little a little bit of time before true night falls. Uh, hopefully, our host will have returned by then. But if not, uh, I say that we. Uh, make ourselves comfortable and uh, do as little as we can to make them upset when they do show up. Um, Ilsa or uh, Tiern, have you heard any tale of um, stags from people that, either in your reading, uh, Tiern, or from people who've come through the bar? I feel like there would have been discussion if they'd seen some sort of like monstrously big stag. There would have mm-hmm. been yeah, I, I think they're. I think it's a. I don't want to metagame too much, but I feel like it probably would have come up with some kind of symbolism in her readings. Sure. Um, one of you roll spout lore, and the other assist. That's how we'll do it. Um, so uh, whoever has the higher wisdom rolls spout lore with three dice. Uh, I've got a one in wisdom. I've got a one in wisdom as well, but I also have that skill that I can. I've only used it twice, so I can wow. five uses of it. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> um, okay, yeah. If you want to just mark it, go for it. Or if you want to preserve it, um, y'all can have. I will. Some I'll let Elsa do this because I feel like you would have heard more stories. Yeah. Okay. I will roll then. So roll three. That would be an eleven. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, <laughs> So you have heard a lot of stories of basically a stag lord um, that lives deep in the woods, might have connections to the Fae, might not, but it is, it's in essence like a forest god type thing. Um, and uh, he is, uh, you know, not particularly like vicious. Like if you were in a fight with him, he would, you know, he would fuck your shit up but uh as long as you leave him alone he's gonna leave you alone um but uh he also is you know how like a moose won't actually like charge you or anything but if you like walk toward it it will like if he's in your way he's probably not gonna get out of the way um and uh yes people have tried to hunt him those who have returned uh have some pretty tall tales about how he let them you know deeper and deeper into the woods and they ended up where or not they knew and then just sort of it was almost like it was random how they got back out hmm. okay I'm going to relay all of that information to my compatriots so that they're filled in do you think he might lead us out of here if we're in danger I don't know I, I asked it that might, question it might just... and I looked between you and Tyrion it might just lead us further into places we don't want to be. I mean, it depends on... May or may not have connections to the Fae. Always always a risky bet. And right now, I need to figure out how to undo what Anuk has done. Well, Carlo, if you have uh, if you have seen the Lord of the Forest... Uh, perhaps you should introduce us all and see if we can get more information. I didn't see any such thing, but uh, uh, he must have shown himself to you for a reason. Perhaps you could parlay for us. 
and I'm going to, uh, and Bronn is going to uh, walk closer to the uh, cauldron of soup, soup. Uh, <laughs> and absentmindedly pick up a, a bowl and uh, look around for a ladle. Is there a ladle just sitting in it? Oh yeah, there's a ladle right there. There's everything you would possibly need to get soup. Not only is there everything you'd possibly need to get soup, but uh, you saw the two bowls that um, Anuk and Dolores had. There are just four bowls sitting right there with four spoons. Just oh. ready and waiting. Very convenient. Yeah. Um, I'll, um, I'll, I'll start. I'm going to start dishing soup. Ron. Ron. Yes. Uh, girls, have you eaten any of this soup? I don't trust anything in this cabin. No, I, I'm, I'm talking to the children. Oh. <laughs> um, it looks like I, I, I got some, and I had a little bit, but I just it didn't taste like anything. It tasted like I don't know, like sawdust. Dolores said it was really good, and then she passed out. So maybe leave the soup alone, Braun. Yeah. Um, did you guys get into a fight? What happened to Dolores? Um. So, like, we left, like, four or five days ago, right? Um, and we got super deep into the woods, and we met, like, one of those spiders, and she got stung, and we tried to treat it, and then, um, you know, I had a message from my husband-to-be, and he was like, just meet me at the cottage, like, he left it in, like, a, like a hole in a tree, and then we got here, and she was feeling so bad because of the spider, so she had some soup, and that just seemed to make it worse. But now it looks like she's getting better, because Tiern, um, I'm sorry, Ms. Tiern uh, uh, had the, uh, the right stuff to make her feel better. So, Durr says that there's a spirit in the here? Yeah. Something, uh, another... Mm-hmm. He said person or presence I, I think we ought to go we're, no. we're, we're, we're losing time no he's going to be here any second he promised he wouldn't just leave me here right Ms. Tarrant they don't break their promises yeah their promises but you need to get out of your promise this is very bad this is worse than you just marrying a random old rich dude I promise uh, uh, parlay with her. That's plus charisma. Oh, good. So what's the what's the which what's the rich dude's name again? Uh, Joseph Johansson. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Joseph. Oh. Man, I hey. wish I'd... he's like... eyeballing my daughter too. Yeah. Uh, he's been married. He's been married twice before, and both of his wives have died. Yeah. What'd you no. get? I got five. <laughs> I'm... She just looks at you and rolls her eyes, true teenager, and is like, I'm not marrying him. His two wives died before, and, you know, it's very mysterious, you have to admit. Um, You should not marry marry him. She should not marry him. She should not marry anyone. No, you don't understand. I do. I'm a weirdo in the town. Come on. You think I don't understand what it's like to be isolated, to be ostracized by other people? You don't yeah. know what it's like to want to run away and travel? I don't belong here. Yes, you do. So, 
What if I could get you out of here? Where would I go? What if I could get you an escort to uh, the next town over? Um, Parley with her. Plus charisma. Yeah. Um, Charisma is what I do. Let's see if I can do it well today. (laughs) I rolled a nine. That's 11. Look, um, yeah, Joseph Johansson <laughs> came to me asking for Kylie's hand, and uh, that's not going to happen. Um, he, he's, 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 he's bad news. It's not what you want. But fairy magic, also not what you want. Um, I, 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 I have a couple options, but I can... Uh, I can get you an escort to another Um, town. Allow me to suggest something. And she says it, and when she says it, she sounds like she's, like, like so much older, because then she should be. Right. And she just kind of looks at you and says, I don't really want to, like, if I have to be somewhere, it should be in Stone Top, because I know that Taryn can teach me, and I want to go to university, and I don't want to get married, and I want to keep going to school. And that's what led to all of this. But my dad is really scared of dogs. So I think maybe you could scare him into taking all of this back. And then I could just live my life. Um, Scaring people is kind of what I do. (laughs) Um, I'm sure we can work something out. And uh, I, I have some ideas. But I need you to trust me, trust us, and we have to get out of here. Because if you end up with your fairy king and we end up dead, that's not a satisfactory uh, outcome for this. I mean, it might be okay for me. <laughs> that's not a satisfactory outcome. Uh, Bron, in fact, does laugh when when she snarks back at that. With the, it might be okay for me. Oh, she she has a point there. So, um, and the fairy are known for telling half truths. Yeah, and keeping their word in a way that benefits them, and not necessarily us on the mortal coil, as it were. Oh, I'm trying to sound more worldly and knowledgeable than she does, even though I'm just... I'm, I'm not spouting lore, I'm spouting BS. <laughs> Anuk looks, looks over at Tyrion and is like... Is he like is basically just like, can you believe this guy? He's trying to help you, Anuk, and I... <sighs> Losing you to the Fae, I don't... There's, I can't help you there, and that was not... That is not a good place. It's not a good place for humans. We don't belong there. Fine. I'm going to need a little bit of blood from everybody in this room. Is that what Anuk says? Yeah. I asked Dur if she's a spirit. Dur is like, there's something spirit-like about her. Dur isn't, like, Dur can see her. and Dur is pretty sure that, like, the spirit is something he can't see, but 
it's like attached to her or something. I use like either spout lore or discern realities here to figure out what why she would need blood. Sure. Um, for sure. For 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 what reason? I'm not in the habit of loaning my blood out. I prefer to keep it on the inside. I'm caught between worlds right now, and I need to like like tie myself to this one. And the easiest way to do that is with blood magic, which is very old magic. I got a nine. Okay. Are you spouting lore? Yeah. Okay. Blood magic is indeed very old magic. Um, It is uh, innately tied to the things below. Um, It is, uh, it would be a good way to ground yourself because the things below live deep within the (laughs) earth. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, if it's basically you know if if she was in the frying pan with the fey magic, this could very easily be going into the fire, literally. Yeah. Ah. Uh. And and dragging us as well if we do this ritual. Um, I, I'm gonna. S- I'm just as, as 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 Tyrion would know. Yeah, Tyrion. What do you think? I'm gonna let you decide on that. Um. Yeah, I think anyone part of the ritual it, it connects them to things below, and or at least as far as Tyrion knows, she's like, uh, "I'm first of all blood magic." She's gonna steal your metaphor. Out of the frying pan into the fire. You're not not helping yourself here, uh, and that drags all of us in with you. Is there? Um, if she's between, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Is there some way we can contact this spirit that? Anuk is already in contact with and try and figure out some deal out of this because I don't think that bringing blood magic into this is necessarily our best option either. Listen, if I know anything about the Fae and I have traveled extensively and learned all about them, there's always a way to make a deal. There's always a way to talk yourself out of it. Uh, that's, in fact, what all of the all of the stories that we know about them are, that they will keep to their word, but they are also notorious for gambling and uh, a clever turn of phrase. So between between the six of us, I'm sure that we... Seven of us, sorry, Durr. I'm sure that we can figure out a way to get uh, to to get a nook out of this situation and all of our hides intact. A game, you say? Perhaps. May, perhaps parsnips. I was just thinking that, because how few <laughs> people know how to play parsnips. This was nowhere near my plan, but you know what? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Very clever, Elsa. Without her using our blood, I will. Well, I could definitely summon whoever she summoned. More than likely, Uh, Uh, I don't know if we want that. But can you can you bring her back to this world if she feels like she's between worlds? Obviously, there's some 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 spirit on her. Um, I've never heard of this child, and um, she, she sounds like she needs a smack. (laughs) <laughs> don't smack children perhaps throw her a lifeline as if uh, if she was being sucked by the current and you tossed her a rope she's not fully out of danger but might stand a better chance to stay in this realm the, the trinket that I made her that was not in the tree right uh, no I don't believe so uh, Tyr is going to look at Anuk and be like remember the trinket I made you 
Of course. It was to protect you from things like this. Yeah, I gave it to him when we met. Okay. He said he wanted it as a sign of my seriousness. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, he, listen, you have to understand, he is very attractive. He has, he's very tall, he has long white hair, he has piercing blue eyes, his skin is pale and porcelain clear. I know that you like Ailish, but this guy makes Ailish look like Joseph Johansson. Should not have... Just sit there and like, should not have told you that, because now you just told... Ev- I'm pretty sure everyone here knew, but she's like... Ugh. <laughs> uh, she's like... trying to rack her brain and see if the description matches anyone she's heard of, and it's just like, okay, I... Anuk will scare your dad, I will teach you, we will get you into a good university, but you have to want to stay here for my rituals to work. Okay. I know it's scary. Yeah. I just don't want to get married to that old man. I don't want we, you to... We, we can make sure that doesn't happen. My parents... We can murder him. What? They don't think I have... They think my only value is being able to get married to someone. They don't care about what I want. We, we can we can fix that. We can fix it all if you do what Taryn says. Okay. And then you hear a voice from the back of the room saying, uh, "Don't. It doesn't matter. It's too late." And Dolores is sitting up and looking at all of you. He's already here. And then there's a knock at the door three loud pounds. Erin is going to start very quickly mocking up a potion out of the stuff she brought with her. Carlo pulls out his sword. Uh, yes, no, just... Let's do it one by one. Uh, <laughs> Ilsa is actually heading towards the door. Okay. Uh, Tiern, please roll me uh, Defy Danger plus Intelligence, or plus Wisdom for... Um, mocking up a potion with what you have on you. Okay, that's a nine. Okay. Um, you totally will be able to mock up a potion, but you're going to need at least ten minutes. Like, you're going to need a fair amount of time to get that done. Okay. I'm going to shout at Ilsa, I need like ten minutes! <laughs> I have an idea. So, let's see if I can buy you some time. Okay. And I'm going to go, and I'm going to answer the door. There is a very tall man there. He has ice blue eyes, he has long white hair, and he has beautiful porcelain skin. And you can see standing just back from him is this enormous stag, uh, just kind of tied up in the yard somewhere. Um... And uh, he kind of stoops to step in, and he looks around. And he says, "There were only there was only supposed to be one here." Plans have changed. How have they changed, human? Well, come in, come in. Have have some soup, and we we can talk about it. And I will uh, 
hoist up one of the bowls of soup that I had filled but not actually used yet. He, he dashes it aside and says, you try to taunt me with cursed soup? Anyone can see that soup is cursed. <gasps> cursed soup? I- yes. Who would curse soup? That's very rude. But thank you. So- You've saved all of our lives. I, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. Thank you. We, we all would have been doomed because uh, surely we could not have resisted the delicious smell of the soup for much longer, especially with such cold out. Come, tell her and sees a nook and says, there is my bride. If you let me collect my bride, I will let you live. And Ilsa steps in between Perfect. him and a nook. What are you doing, human? She's not yours. You cannot have her. She is already on my plane. There must be something else that you want besides a 12-year-old girl. Parley with him. <laughs> Alright. I, I help. Charisma. Yes, you can. Charisma? How are you going to help? <sighs> I said, how old are you? How many hundreds of years old? <laughs> really? Act your age. I, I am ageless. Um, but yeah, I, I could take an extra dice. Uh, All right. Mac. All right, I got an eight. Okay. He looks to you. I will let you have the girl. But you must find me another before the fall's crops are in. Or? Trading a life for a life does not make any sense here for us. That is non-negotiable. And where is the sport in that? I have already been promised a human bride who will come to take a place by my side and become one of my kind. You must know how that works. You wear the bracelet. He looks over at Tyrion. She's like, making a potion, kind of looks up at him. She's like, yeah, I do. And that's not, and that's why you're not taking her. Bronn raises an eyebrow and looks over at Tyrion. <laughs> I know exactly how these things work, sir. <laughs> how about a challenge? And there's like a little thing that like 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 clicks in his like eyes. A challenge. I challenge you to a game of parsnips, which. If it's a very old game, it's a very I, old game. My people invented parsnips. Yes, I know. Uh, Tyrion, <laughs> like before you, Tyrion kind of like whispers to Elsa, like, "Come here for a second. <laughs> uh, so, it was, if Elsa, Elsa, are you going to uh, listen to Tyrion for a moment? Because I will step in and bullshit. Excuse <laughs> me for one moment. Uh, Bron, I want you to defy danger plus charisma. Of course. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way. Really? Your people invented parsnips? That's fascinating. Tell me, tell me. I have long been uh, a, a student of watching the game. The rules are a little arcane and beyond me. But at what point did they... did did uh, was, was it codified? And how did that... Uh, 
all work out. It, it must have been fascinating. I mean, if you're as ageless and uh, as as uh, long lived as you say, you must need something to pass the time. So I'm sure you've invented many games. Yes. Uh, seven. Uh, I rolled he stares a seven. at you. He stares at you and says, "We invented all games. Now be silent." And your lips fuse together. <laughs> like unbroken skin, or just like I can't open them anymore? You just can't open them. Okay. You know, you can breathe through your nose. He's not trying to, like, kill you. He just doesn't want to have to listen to you talk anymore. No, I completely understand. <laughs> but he did, sta- he did stand there and listen to your whole deal, which buys Ilsa enough time to talk to you. Excellent. Yeah. Tear and what? Don't. She's like, don't sell yourself. If he asks for another, I will take it. I under- I know how to deal with this. I can't let you do that. Listen. You're the would-be... You would. You have so many great things you're going to do here. Just trust me. I have done nothing great with my life. And if there's a chance that I can do it in this one instance, if I can save someone else's life, you have to let me take that chance. Yes, and you will by winning parsnips, because you definitely know it better than that guy. But if you lose... <laughs> I know how to handle him. Please, just trust me on this one. I don't want to lose you to him. I won't bargain with you. You're not a bargaining chip. I will only bargain with my own life. She grabs a little, like, she just, like, pulls something out of her uh, backpack that's, like, a little bracelet. She's just like, fine. To ground you in the moment. I'm going to turn back to our fun uh, new guest. A game of parsnips. Alright. And you if I... Win, go ahead. I come with you. I win, you leave all of us alone. Including the girl. These terms are acceptable. Are you prepared to be my bride? Are you prepared to lose... Of course. I haven't lost in hundreds of years, but of course. Then let us play. He, uh... And can pulls... I ha- have an action? Yes. Um, I, I want Durr to go outside and free the uh, king of the forest if he's um, being held against his will. Yeah, he can do that. The King of the Forest doesn't go anywhere. Just kind of looks at Dur. Okay. They have, like, an animal conversation. Right, right, right. <laughs> can you believe these humans and these bay? I mean, what the fuck is wrong with them? They're always at the <laughs> bargaining and the talking. It's like, you know those those Looney Tunes where the... the, the the coyote and the sheepdog are like morning Sam, morning Ralph. It's like yes. That. <laughs> uh, oh, and if you would be so kind before our game begins to let all spectators have a chance to speak, including my friend Braun here. That one irritates me. Regardless yes, well, of... Yes, well, he has that effect on some people, but... 
Regardless of the outcome of our game, I will open his mouth. But not until the game is over. I need concentration. Surely someone that brags as much as you do about your abilities is not in need of concentration. I, I like this. I like this angle. Just roll me a parlay. <laughs> Uh, that would be a six, unfortunately. He says, no. No, I have made my terms clear, and if you continue to press me on this, everyone in this room but me will have their mouths sealed shut in such a fashion, so I can concentrate. As you will. Uh, so roll me a defy danger plus either intelligence or wisdom, whichever is higher because I feel like uh, either would be good for playing parsnips. Same. Six of one, half dozen of the other for me. Alright, dice, don't fail me now. So that would be a nine. Can, can I assist? Uh, I can't speak, but I can... Uh, like, I, I've seen the old men play, and so I can kind of... Uh, a point to places on the board, whether they're actually useful or not, but also continue to gesture and distract the uh, Elf King, because even though I can't speak, I can still be annoying. <laughs> uh, so yeah, roll, roll an extra dice and roll an extra die and see where it comes up, and then you can just add the two highest together, keeping your original two. Okay, that would actually give me an 11, then. Okay. I rolled a four, so... Uh, <laughs> Tell me a little bit about how parsnips works. We've, we've <laughs> talked a lot about this, but have not actually established what happens in this game. Oh, well, let's see. First of all, you have to have some parsnips. But mm. if you don't have parsnips, parsnip-shaped wooden pieces will do. Oh, and he has parsnips. He brought I'm sure. his whole set. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just bullshitting, as, as I am wont to do. Um... It is a lot like a very strange game of uh, checkers. So there's a lot of jumping of pieces over one another, but depending on what the piece is, it can only move in certain directions to jump over. So it's almost like checkers and chess had this horrible mindfuck baby (laughs) that is just impossible to play (laughs) unless you really know these intricate stupid rules. Can can I make a can I make a suggestion? Sure. That that the the way that the pieces move changes based on where the pieces are currently on the board. Yes. So you have to continually reevaluate what each piece can do as the other person moves one of their pieces. Um, so it's very complicated that way. Yes. I love that. Um, and I actually think that like he gump jumps out to an early advantage. He takes a bunch of your pieces, but it's it's all part of your plan, you know. Sure. Um, and uh, he looks at the board at the end, and he sees that his um, uh, he sees that his grand parsnip is cornered <laughs> and cannot. Nothing can happen. And he looks all across the board, and he looks at you and says, "It seems that I am the parsnip, and you the peacock." And he starts, sticks out his hand. And I shake his hand and just say, don't fuck with the bartender. Agreed. 
I like you. You'll be seeing me again. Can't wait. Uh, okay, you may have the girl. I'll return her to your side. This place is not safe for any of you. This place is not safe for me. I will escort you out of the woods. Agreed? Very kind. And he opens the door, and there's absolutely no snow anywhere. It is still about the same time. Twilight is falling, all of that. So, um, He puts Dolores up on this giant stag, which is really something to see. It is uh, enormous. It is probably... Um, it's probably like eight feet tall. Has just huge horns. Regards you all with an air of absolute indifference. Um, and uh, he says, follow me. Does anybody have anything else they want to do before he leads you back to town? Because he's just going to lead you back to town. There's not like going to be things that happen on the way. Can uh, can I speak? Yeah. Yes, you can speak. Okay. You're, you're, <laughs> uh, he does give you like a look, and then releases you. Go ahead. Uh, Tiern is going to get, but her curiosity is definitely going to get the best of her in this mm-hmm. moment because now that Anook is safe. She's like, wait a second. That's the forest. The stag is known as the king of the forest. But that's actually you, isn't it? So she's kind of like, so... I know you don't do the real name thing, but you're the king of the forest, aren't you? Hmm. I am his youngest son. Ah! That's all you will learn from me. Tear. Yeah, of course you know my name. That's... Uh, <laughs> she kind of sighs, and she's like, can I ask? I don't know, just any any tidbit of what this might have been? And she kind of shows him the the ice sphere. Or, well, yeah. Roll me a, roll me a um, parlay uh, to NPC. Yeah. So, plus charisma. She wants just one tidbit of magic and one tidbit of understand her major account. Ah, no! <laughs> Do you have another way you could convince him to answer one question? Because he's open to doing it if you convince him somehow. I'm trying to think of how she would do it, because she knows that they like deals and games. But she's just kind of like, this is... Uh... And if you can offer him something, it, you don't even need to parlay. You can just, you know... If you have a thing you think he'd want. Uh, I'm trying to think, because I feel like... Because I have all those minor arcana, which is actually what I wanted to ask about, but none of them are with me. And I need to answer... I need to... Because you have to, like, unlock each thing about them, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I'd rather ask about that if that's okay, but I'm trying to think of what you might offer him in return. I'll tell you, he's taken a good long look at that bracelet that, that, that you're wearing. <laughs> he uh, seems keenly interested in that. Yeah, she's a lunch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think she has a little bit of a too much of a connection to it. Um, he looks at you and says, "What did she offer?" You would make 
a wonderful fairy queen. Oh, well. That's probably the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. (laughs) You would have to, of course, change and be changed. It would be quite painful. But in the end, I think you would be very happy. Elsa's going to shoot shoot him a dirty look. (laughs) She's kind of like, I don't know if I'm quite ready to retire from this world. I have some young minds to mold. And she kind of points to a nook. But very brave. Should I ever should I ever want that? I will know where to look. But I have some objects. Some of which may interest you, some of which may not. But I would like to learn more about them and maybe we could cut some kind of deal. I will call upon you. Thank you. Do you have these objects here? And he looks meaningfully at the bracelet. Not specifically this one. I have some others, though. I am an antiquarian, so to speak. So you are one who digs through lost places. I can see that. Yeah. That cabin still gives me the heebie-jeebies, but I did it! (laughs) She kind of laughs. Who does the cabin belong to? Or what? I do not know. And, um... My my friend, is there something we can call you? (laughs) I I wouldn't ask for your name, of course, but you must have something that you go by instead of, hey, you. You may call me the one who is greater than me. A bit of a mouthful. Anything shorter? The Great One. Ah, of course, Great One. Uh, Forgive me for my impertinence, but should Tiern wish to take you up on your uh, offer, and you are not immediately available, sadly, us poor mortals are bounded by a very short lifespan. Is there perhaps a token or something that you could give to her uh, to just alert you? Not not summon. Ah, of course not. We would ha- not have such audacity. But would there be something that she could use to signal to you to let you know that she was ready to accept your offer? Uh, some token or trinket, perhaps? I have 17 sisters, each hungrier than the last. Would you like me to promise you to one of them? Not especially. I'm not a good cook. Multify danger plus charisma. Also, Tiern kind of giggles because she definitely knows how to get this guy's attention if she wants. <laughs> um, so we didn't we didn't really. I have I have a question about leveling up because at the end of our last session, I had enough XP, and I knew what I wanted till, yeah. till we get back to town. You have to, okay. wait. You have to wait till you're back in Stone Town. Excellent. Wasn't sure, just wanted to double check. Uh, seven. Seven the hard way. He just looks at you and listens. And sighs. And he had his hand raised to, like, knit your lips together again, but instead he just rides on ahead and gets as far away from you as he can. (laughs) Um... And, well, uh, if uh, of course, um, 
Just a thought. Just a thought. Hey, I um, go behind Ilsa, and I, or I go beside Ilsa, and I give her a very strong, solid uh, uh, tap on the back, as I would one of my fellow soldiers. And I said, you scared the hell out of me. That was very well played. Well, I meant it, every word. Well played. It was incredible. I mean, I, I won't. I won't lie. I was terrified when he, when he came out into a, a early lead. But the way that you led his his uh, uh, elephant and peacock forces around until you were able to trap his greater parsnip, masterful, masterful. Well, occasionally you do learn useful things at the bar, I suppose. Don't be so modest. This is a great victory. Yeah, it's not every day someone beats a fairy king. And she kind of, like, pumps you on the back. <laughs> Ilsa just kind of, like... We would have had to draw swords against him. Probably failed without you. Ilsa flushes, but doesn't say anything. Also, I see what enough means. He's quite handsome. <laughs> I, 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 I say, just so you can hear, uh, I'm glad you didn't leave. Thank you. Uh, Bron turns to uh, Tiern and says, I know. <laughs> but a little cold for my taste. Uh, I'm used to it. <laughs> I mean, he does make Ailish look like Joseph, Joseph Johansson. Yeah, um, <laughs> a little bit like, uh, I wish dating a fairy king didn't come with so many complications. And I think she accidentally says that out loud. <laughs> She's like, oh, I wish this, that wasn't so complicated. Um, Anuk is sort of lagging behind, but uh, Dur is no longer interested in her. It seems like whatever happened has been undone. Um, just from that, just from the things that you can see, like if you wanted to roll on it, you could, but um, just from observ- easily observable things, it seems like she is less... I, she seems kind of dejected. Did I ever finish my potion? Um, yeah, probably. T- a, par- a game of parsnips takes a while. Yeah. Fair. So, Tiran is going to step back and kind of come to a nook and hand her the potion and be mm-hmm. like, just in case, you don't need to drink it now, but if you're ever feeling or get into a situation like this, just this will help you this will help you get out of it and I promise we will make sure things are better for you Anuk thank you thank you for coming after me the second I heard you were gone I tried my best I knew it was a terrible idea and Dolores tried to tell me it was a terrible idea and I know if I'd said something to you you would have said it was a terrible idea but my father is a cruel man and Joseph Johansson's even crueler, and I just couldn't bear it. And it would have been kind of neat to be a queen. Trust me. I mean, I get it. Look at him. <laughs> she once again kind of starts joking a little bit. Like, I get it. I mean, as, you know, a little girl obsessed with magic, I've definitely thought about it, but um, they usually don't go well. And it's not a super fun experience in the end. Maybe once you're clear, I don't know, but before that, it's 
Mm, painful. I feel very silly that I gave up that really nice gift he got me just because I thought, you know, he would play fair. I knew he wasn't going to play fair. Unfortunately, fair and fay apparently don't go hand in hand, even though they sound like they should. You're a really good friend. I'm here for you. Always. Next time something like this happens, just talk to me. And I can make you another trinket. Don't worry about that. Okay. Thank you. Um, Anything else y'all want to see on your way back home? Um, I float the idea with Tyrion of um, her hooking up with my teenage son, Shin. But what? You're a little young? (laughs) Do you you mean Tyrion or do you mean Anuk? Anuk. Oh, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, and she's like yeah, like I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to make that work. Um, I, I, I'm trying to keep my daughter um, as unmarried and um, afraid of boys as possible right now. But um, if she's married, they can't marry her off. Bron, uh, go go ahead. I, I have something for Bron. Go ahead, have this conversation. And I assume. That uh, I'd probably have to find a. That they're, they're trying to do this Johansson stuff for some kind of dowry. Is that the thing they do in Stone Top? Sure. It's a it's a pretty traditional medieval village, so yeah, there would be yeah. dowries and stuff. What do you think, Karen? Um. I mean, enough. Would you want to meet him? Well, I, I, I'm trying to talk to you about oh. it before okay. we get her involved, because uh, we only like, have one opportunity to get him her involved in. Is Maybe he, she doesn't need to know where in, behind all of this happening. That's fair. Um, as long as he's nice, respects that she's smart and intelligent and going to go to university one day, and uh, you know, there are rules. She's basically like my, I don't know, she's the closest thing to a daughter I think I'll ever have. So. Well, uh, we could at least make this a marriage of convenience. And if it turns into something better, great. And if it doesn't, she'll go away to college. (laughs) As long as they're friends, at least. Uh, Bron, will you just roll a straight wisdom check for me? Of course. Is this uh, discern realities in any way? Just kind of, yeah. Because uh, I have a modification. Let me use uh, intelligence okay. instead. Okay. Cool. Not that it mattered. Wow, I am rolling like garbage today. Uh, five. <sighs> okay, you don't notice anything about the way that Dolores looks at a nook. You don't at all. Of course. Um, yeah, so, uh, the, the, um, the great one, um, leads you through the woods. Um, you get the vague sense that you are, like, not moving through the woods as usual. It's almost like, like, the woods will stitch themselves together. 
like they'll fold in on themselves and you'll move through them, but you can never quite get a look at it. Um, it's very disorienting. Um, but soon enough, you are back at the river crossing, and it is it is midnight. It is the middle of the night, um, and uh, the moon is high in the sky, and it's cold and frosty. You can see the lights of Stone Top and the rotation of the mill um, as you uh, look down on the city, and um, the Great One looks at you and says, "I leave you here." I turn to the Great One and make a deep bow and say, you have fulfilled your word. I will see you again. Uh. <laughs> I look forward to it. Kieran just kind of she's like, thank you. And thank you for not taking her. And kind of hugs a nook closer. You are very welcome. And any time you wish to become my bride, you know how to be in touch. And like, <laughs> you could swear he's kind of like checking you out. I don't know. It's uh, it's a little weird. Tyrion blushes because she's like, ah, she hasn't. She's really having one of those like, I wish this wasn't such a complicated thing. <laughs> he uh, he looks over at Carlo. And- says you you and your dog make a very good team be careful with your children and then he looks at Ilsa and says you are by far the bravest of these I hope to not meet you again and yet I know that I will And she just kind of looks a little confused by that, but also just nods in acceptance. Bronn raises his finger as if he's going to say something, but then very conspicuously opens his mouth and just, like, open it a couple of times, and then shakes his head and doesn't say anything else. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the Great One, like, sort of starts to melt into the trees, and then he turns back and looks at all and says... I can I can take his speech forever, if you would like. <laughs> nah, unfortunately, he's the best at talking to people. And she kind of winks at Bron. Um, very well then. Good day. And uh, he's gone. Um, is there anybody of my my crew kind of tending a fire at the crossing? Yeah, you can see a fire just across the other side of the crossing. Yeah, yeah. presumably your crew. Um, tell me, uh, tell me how you come back to Stone Top. Well, I whistle so they don't shoot us. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> so we don't get filled with arrows, and uh, they all kind of get to attention, and uh, we are received and. Um, Kind of helped up to the to the city. Um, Nook's mother meets you at the at the edge of town as you are leading them in, and she just grabs Nook and smothers her with kisses. And uh, her father is also there, but keeping his distance a bit. Um, 
if anybody perhaps wanted to go talk to him. Oh, What's his yeah. name? Uh, we, know Ma- we know Magda, her mother's name. Yeah. What is his name? Tell me. What's his name? Arnold. Arnold. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Arnold is, um, you know, uh, he actually has this thing he does where he has like, they, they're like playing cards. They're not exactly playing cards, but he's just sort of like twisting them and shuffling them between his hands as he watches this happen, watching her sort of coldly and dispassionately as she comes back to town and says, thank you for saving my child. Yeah, well, this wouldn't have happened if you would just listen to what your child wants. What she wants is immaterial. She doesn't know what's best for her, and I do. Yeah, hardly. Fortunately, you don't need to worry about that any longer. She's found a suitor and is soon to be wed. And her husband will will uh, keep track of her comings and goings and do what is best for her. And I, like, turn back and I kind of wink and do, like, a tiny little shake of my head at a nook so, so she doesn't think I'm a total asshole. <laughs> uh, and he looks at you and says, who is this this betrothed's name and why did he talk with you instead of with me you are not her father you are a, you were a layabout I beg your pardon you, 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 you are <laughs> I'll have you know that the arrangement was made and, and it was quite satisfactory to all parties and as for being a layabout sir I have brought commerce and uh, vision and money into this town that would not have done so otherwise and I work very hard for that money just because I'm a bit gregarious in my nature and do not spend my time being such a grouch doesn't make me a layabout. In fact it makes me the very engine of capital and industriousness for this area and in terms of setting up this uh, this happy occasion it has been done with with the permission of the father of the of the groom and it has been done at the wishes of a nook who is clearly able to make her own decisions at this point in her life and I think that uh, all told it's going to work out best for everyone don't you agree and I turn to all of my uh, fellow party members for support. Um, um, can, are, are, I'm, I'm lost. Are you talking about her hooking up with my son? Yes. Okay. Did we talk about that on the way, Emily? Um, I feel as though you talked about it with um, with Taryn, Taryn correct? Yeah. Um, if I wasn't party to that, then we can scrub this whole thing. I just thought that I overheard this conversation as a way to save a nook. And was well, I tossing my two cents. I had the conversation first about a nook hearing, and if it was appropriate, I would have asked a nook if she wanted to marry my teenage son Shen. Uh, Bron, why don't you roll? Um, gosh, just roll. Um, actually, yeah, roll plus. Um, roll plus intelligence just to see if you overheard. Okay. If, if you didn't, we'll say you did. But Anuk had no idea. So, <laughs> either way. Uh, that's a 10. Okay, so you did you did overhear quite red handily. And Anuk is looking very confused by all of this. But 
So at, at that point, um, since since we haven't really had this conversation, um, I shoved my my son up to uh, Arnold, and I say, "It appears my son wants to ask for your daughter's hand in marriage." And if I what if, if I could if I could say like. Uh, what I have done then is, as I was explaining the whole thing to uh, uh, Arald, I would sort of like turn at certain words to Anuk, uh, uh, basically trying to give her the message like, this will solve all the problems, but like in different parts of a sentence, and hopefully she gets the message of why I'm pushing hard for her marriage here. But I'm sorry, go ahead with the... And so, uh, should we work out a, uh, some kind of dowry? Um, uh, Mo, roll me a single D6, uh, one to six, how handsome Shen is. Well, he's my son. He's, he's a five. <laughs> a six. <laughs> <laughs> you said you got a six? He's a five out of six. Five out of six. Yeah, he's pretty fine. He's no, he's no great one, but you know, he's uh, he's no, he is, none of us are a great one. <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, you know, you could do a lot worse. Um, uh, and uh, there are a lot. she's clearly like, go ahead, go ahead, Tim. Oh, just they're a lot closer in age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, she still clearly wants to go to college, but also like this appears to be getting her dad off her back. So, and uh, Arnold turns to um, Ilsa and is like, "Why did the bartender go?" So I wouldn't. I have a question for you, sir. Do you love your child? I love my child more than anything. I don't see you proving it. I have children to prepare matches that will establish and grow our family and make its roots strong. A nook is quite beautiful, as you can see. Now, if she wishes to marry the Marshall's son, that's a great step down from the match I had arranged. Yeah, the guy but at least it will. <laughs> but at least it will buy me certain considerations. Marshall? I wish for you to lock the other girl up, Dolores. She kidnapped my daughter and she cannot be allowed to run free. Um, I'll take your wishes into consideration, Harold. Let's talk about a dowry in the morning. This is part of my dowry. Uh, that's not going to happen. I see. Tiaran, you look like you have something to say. Tiaran is very angry. She keeps, she's like, she's basically back there, Mystery Science Theater 3000, with like comments left and right, <laughs> like the, the, about Joseph Mer- murdering his wives. All these things. Like, she's just like, oh, yeah, sure. But now, with Dolores... Right. And, and actually, I, I bring that up. I was like, at least in this relationship, you know your daughter won't be dead in a few years. How do I know that? You're quite a dangerous man. Is that correct? 
Uh, I haven't lost any wives. Mm. You don't seem to be married at the moment. I'm comfortable. I have a question. Yes. Mechanics-wise. I have a move on here called Anger is a Gift. Sure. And the thing that makes me angry, uh, as marked on my other sheet, is violence towards children, animals, and the innocent. And this is a certain sort of violence in my eyes. Sure. What he's doing. Um, I agree. I would like to figure out what I need to do to burn with righteous anger and, like, kind of like lose it with this guy. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like you just start, it literally, uh, you just, um, you, you you wrote down what your fears were, as you might recall, right? Um, yes. And that, so, um, yeah, I think you are burning with righteous anger, and, and um, so you get to hold two resolve, you can spend your resolve one for one on those things below there. Uh, set aside fear and doubt to do what must be done, Act suddenly, catching off guard. Inspire allies or bystanders to follow your lead. Strike hard. Keep your footing, position, and or your course, despite what befalls you. So you can uh, do two of those things, or you can do one of them twice. Well, I want to act suddenly, catching them off guard. Okay. And hopefully inspire allies or bystanders to follow my lead. Okay. Since we're all here. And... I'm going to step up to Harold and just you tell me to my face that you love your child but you clearly do not love your child more than you love yourself and to me that is unacceptable what should be the point of your fatherhood is seeing to the happiness and the welfare of your children in a way that is acceptable to them as well marrying her off is going to make her miserable, unhappy, and what do you really gain from it? How much footing is that worth to make your child miserable? Is that something that you can live with? Is that something that you will be able to go to your grave with, that you have made your child, driven them away from you, and then tried to pull them back into something that has made them beyond miserable? You are not a father if you think that you can do this to your child he starts to stammer something back to you and then someone says enough it's over and Magda is there and she has an arm a hand on uh, you have inspired her Um, she has a hand on his arm and is like she's too young to be wet she should be in school and she nods to Tyrion. Tyrion smiles at Magna and is just like, yeah, she's really gifted and really smart and she could lead a wonderful life studying and she, she'll probably even be a better teacher than I am one day. And if she is in need of funds to be able to go off and follow her aspirations, then she is welcome to come and work with me at the bar and earn her way to university. Both of these young girls have broken the law going out into the woods. They should both be arrested. Locked up for a certain period of time. But they both have made amends. And it's late. 
Lovely. All right. We'll do it your way. And he backs down. Um, great. Uh, so there is a move called Return Triumphant. When you return home in triumph, having saved your fellows, put down the threat, seized an opportunity, etc. Increase the Steading's fortunes by one to a max of plus three. So next time around, we will be uh, starting from uh, plus two fortunes. Um, yeah. So give me a little um, vignette of each of you getting home on this long, lonely night. Uh, for, first, one question of clarification. Is it, in fact, the same night? Yeah. Okay. Just wanted Even to double check. For one very long, weird day. It feels <laughs> like much longer than a day, honestly, but technically, you're back on the same night. Nice. Um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, if you've got it. So, Carlo will see everybody up to... Uh, the, the town wall and uh, then him and Durr will turn back around and uh, head to the widow's house. She meets you at the door looks you over and says you could use a drink. Well I could use several. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, I'll, I'll go. I've got an idea of what I'm going to do. Um, Brana is going to uh, walk home and uh, take a little detour to uh, to his uh, father's uh, farmstead and just kind of not not knock or interact, but just kind of like check in, make sure everything looks good, since he knows that he worked all day and uh, Bron didn't, uh, which he had intended to. Uh, and then go home, uh, unlock my shop, sit down behind a desk, and write out a couple of shares in Anuk's name. In order to, uh, should it be necessary, provide some some form of dowry. And then lock also, them away in, in a lockbox and go to bed. Also, or tier. Ilsa's gonna go back to her bar, make sure that it is all still in one piece, considering uh, it was left in the care of the two parsnip playing gentlemen. Enoch and Jessoff? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to see how messy it is from rolling a d6 from 1 to 6. Oh, it's pretty messy. (laughs) It's Nothing's like broken, but it's going to take a while to clean up. She pours herself a drink and she gets to work. Um, Tiern goes back to her her little study at the back of the schoolhouse and pulls out all the different minor arcana items and then starts going through her books on the fae uh, and starts seeing if she can find anything about this bright one also I think she's a little bit like she's still a little bit like she's like I got flirted with by a fairy king and she's just kind of sitting there like like she's researching and researching and kind of just like huh, that really happened today 
Um, and kind of wants to date the fairy king now, but she can't. <laughs> there's a there's a knock, there's a knock at your door, and Alish is there, and he's like, "I heard you got back safe." And I just to say, <laughs> very happy, and uh, I mean, he's cute, but uh, yeah, yeah, she's having just, really But at the same time, she appreciates. She like, she's like, "Do you want to come in and help me with some research?" I would love that. I would love that. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, I'm, "I met." She's like, "You'll never believe what happened," but you should. Help me research the fake, <laughs> and then kind of yeah, it research too. Uh, cut to the school where Lyra is still telling a story about. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you cut. We do cut to um, a nook's bedroom, and she wakes up in the middle of the night, and she looks out the window, and she's shivering, and she fumbles around with her hands, and she finds the potion. And she opens it and drains it all in one go. And then she goes back to sleep. All right. Um, we're going to do end of session moves. And we're going to start with something called Seasons Change because next time it will be summer. Woo! So uh, let's see here. Um, whoever is most content uh, rolls 1d4 minus 1. I'm going to guess that that's Tiern. Yeah, Tiern seems, Tiern seems pretty content. So roll one or minus one. She's content but upset she can't date a fairy king. Right, but she got <laughs> flirted with options, and... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, so I got a two minus one, you said? Yep. Mm-hmm. One. So, yeah, the, the city has uh, generated plus one surplus, so that will uh, be a thing that you can bargain with when the time comes. Now roll 2d6 plus 2. Uh, okay, that's an 8. Okay. So, um, you get to choose one of these seasonal gains. Danu's Blessing, Fine Weather, Good Crops, and Ample Game, uh, Unexpected Bounty, a Sudden Flux of Wild Game, Trade Profits, or some other resource, Trade Opportunity, a neighboring community is looking to trade, uh, interesting news. Uh, I will tell you some way to increase the settings, fortunes, knowledge, or relations, valuable insight. I will tell you some new way to address the threat that's been plaguing the setting. You can decide that now, or you can actually do decide it now, and I'll give you sort of the information next time. So I can also, it's on the moves and gear sheet under home front moves. It says seasonal gains. It's in a little box. There it is. Okay. Uh, there it is. And you get to pick one. I personally am kind of thinking that, like, crop might be a good one, but I, I want to see if everybody... I just fall to whatever you prefer. You yeah. do the roll. Yeah, it's your roll. Your your choice, I think. I mean, I, I'm I'm fine with that. I, I would have ridden hard for the uh, uh, Stone Top Sheep. We had a, a, you know, a great shearing and a great... Uh, you know, a great... Uh, I don't... Not that calving, whatever they would call it when sheep are born, but I but I'm not you know, it, it I, I agree it's your choice. I'm sorry, I'm really long winded. I apologize. I had too much coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel uh I mean I'm 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 just I was because it's don't it's our town, I wanted to give everybody input to what they think. Um 
but I was kind of thinking maybe because things went well and the Great One seemed to like Ilsa, I was thinking maybe he blessed us with decent crops for a bit. That sounds good to me. So, uh, Danu's blessing? Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Uh, now, the other thing that we need to do, uh, end of session, answer these questions as a group. For each yes, everyone marks XP. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. At the end of a session, so everyone give an example of how you met the requirement of your drive, if you can mark XP. Just so we're not, like, answering all of us, answering every question. If you feel you have met, uh, uh, if you feel you have met the requirement of your drive, speak up now and uh, mark XP if you feel that that was true. I mean, my eye did curiosity and I think I uh, yeah, I might, might, might make a deal with the fairy king. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I brought the kids home. I said I'd bring the kids home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bron or Ilsa? Um... Yeah, I filled my drive, which was sacrifice, suffer, endure hardships so someone else does not need to do so. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, I actually don't really think that I did, except for like my little act at the very end about making a, a provision for a nook uh, on the side, but mine is to uh, do the right thing, even at a personal cost Uh on there, but I don't really feel that that applies fully because we haven't explored any of those choices. All right. Um, say how your opinion of or relationship with a PC, NPC, or the whole group has changed. If you can mark XP, um, I will say that uh, if the other person agrees, basically. So, uh, uh, Bron, who do you feel like your uh, opinion of has changed in one way or another? Oh, Ilsa, for sure. Uh, he's he's uh, very proud uh, of her uh, taking up that challenge and uh, beating it with such a plum. And he's been uh, constructing a story about how great her victory was and how epic the battle the battle of the board was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, both of you, Mark Carlo, I um am certain that Taryn isn't a distrustful evil witch. Um, she is a trustworthy witch. <laughs> 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 and I have uh, grown quite fond of her um, seeing that she is quite capable of handling herself. Right. Thank you, Mark. XP. Tyrion? I was actually going to say um, Carlo because I think after him trying to offer Shin's hand in marriage to save a nook, that kind of made her like, 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 thank you. Thank you for trying to help this little girl I care so much about. So she has a newfound respect for him. Excellent. Uh, both Mark XP and uh, Ilsa. Um, I guess probably Braun. Um, just like she knew that he was a world-class bullshitter, but like is even more impressed. <laughs> like considering just like the fact that he had his mouth glued shut and was still trying to do his thing, which was impressive. 
Uh, great. Both mark XP. And then the questions from every session. Did we learn more about the world or its history? Uh, for each yes, everyone marks XP. Yes. Yeah. For Ooh. sure. Sounds good. All right. Did we defeat a threat to Stone Top or the region? Mm. It's hard to. I feel like it's hard to say you defeated. Yeah. yeah. You, you outwitted them briefly, but... Um, did you improve our standing with our neighbors? Um, I'm going to say yes. I feel like the fair yeah. neighbors, and, you know, they, they, they were suitably impressed by all of you. Uh, or one of them was. And um, <laughs> did we make a lasting improvement to Stone Top or tangible progress towards doing so? We have a new teacher in training. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That makes sense. All right. So next time, it will be summer in Stone Top, and it will be a brand new adventure. Um, and uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. It's been really great to have you here. Uh, that is the end of our session, and you can join us on March 1st for our next session. If you want to catch up on past episodes, visit happyjacks.org slash stonetop. And if you want to find all of the other actual plays on the Happy Jacks Network, Visit happyjacks.org slash shows. Yeah, it's a little uh, it's a little short tonight, but that's because um, I don't want to embark on a new season. Um, I'd like rather start a session that way. Um, Stone Top is not yet commercially available. The Kickstarter for it goes live March 1st, conveniently the next time we are playing. And um, you should check it out then. It is one of my favorite uh, game designs ever. And uh, I think it is well worth backing on Kickstarter when the time comes. So you can go to Kickstarter right now and, um, you know, mark the little thing that says, please let me know when this is available. Uh, In the meantime, uh, Nick, why don't you tell us what you're up to? Sure. Uh, Well, I'm currently appearing on this show, and uh, that's about it. But you can follow me on Twitter if you thought that I was uh, amusing in any way. I am not... Uh, brawn, so you won't have nearly as much fun times, but I like to think that I'm occasionally amusing and uh, occasionally screaming out into the void, so feel free to follow me at SunGrowler, as it says right here on the under the uh, tag, which I hope I got the right side this time, but if not, uh, we'll see you soon, and come on back. Uh, Blythe? Hello, everybody. I have been Blythe Kala. I... This was so much fun. Uh, I'm so happy to be back. Uh, you can follow me on Twitch, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Twitter, all that at LifeCala93. That's B-L-Y-T-A-G-K-A-L-A-9-3. I post about my shenanigans there, but the main thing I'm doing is this and uh, Star Wars Sounds in the Force on Saturdays at 10 a.m., a game that I GM, and... It's getting pretty wild over there, so check that out at twitch.tv slash it's probably okay or on YouTube, probably okay games, and that's okay. I can't do a K in sign language. I don't know why I thought I would try that. <laughs> um, but yes, that is what uh, I. And that Star Wars game is great fun. I've it been is. Following along. It's, it's really enjoyable. Um, Mac. Hey guys, I've been and will continue to be Mac Bovey. You can find me online as at Strange Like That. That's the Twitter, the Instagram, and the Facebooks. You can also find me over at 12 Sided Stories, which is a highly produced podcast with sound effects and music and 
I actually just finished jamming the second season of a show called Unquiet Blood, which is our game of Vampire 5e. And you can get caught up on the first season over at 12 Sided Stories. Neat. And finally, Mo. Hey, I'm Mo Poplar. Uh, you can find some of my work at ashyfeet.com, designer of uh, Shibuya Knights. Apparently, a couple other games coming up soon. My Twitter is uh, ashyfeet1. And apparently, I'll be uh, cheating on Happy Jacks with the RPG Academy this Wednesday. Um, don't tell anybody. I got a side piece. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. Uh, I'm Emily Vanderwerf. You can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash emilyvdw. This is the only thing I'm doing publicly right now, but uh, you can find a bunch of my work, my writing and my uh, podcasting and my other things that I do on my Twitter account. So that's all for tonight. Thank you for putting up with us during the uh, artificially extended hiatus. Uh, we will uh, endeavor to be here every week from, well, not every week, every other week from here on out. So you can see us again on March 1st. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, join us next time for more adventures in Stone Top. Thank you and good night. Ciao. Bye. Bye.